0: Where where is the program on here? Oh, f- 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 it'd be in your inbox, labeled show two Yeah, I know. But I c- oh, hang on. Let me let me get rid of that. You fix the microphone while I'm trying to find my mail. Okay. <clears throat> right, video. This is the video, not the video video. That one there. That one there. Okay. Here, yeah, I did the wrong ones. Right now, I get down my trousers huh. what is wrong with you you've been drinking uh, right okay so I can't move this I can't oh there's the show there's the show oh, no. mm-hmm. let me close this down Well, why don't we get rid of you <laughs> <laughs> the wrong screen here right um, so yeah just move that up a bit move that one up a bit <laughs> yeah the video the, the, the picture of me up How do I do that? I can't get onto the f***ing thing now. Where do I? Um, There we go. Slowly, slowly. There we Why is that f***ing thing there? Welcome, uh, to the James Whale Radio Podcast, and, um, before I do anything, I must thank everybody for all the, uh, the the messages about my dog Shaggy that I had to have, uh, put down this week, which, um, has left me sort of fairly, I have to say, uh, with one thing and another, fairly miserable. Um, it's, you know, I don't understand people who are not attached to their pets, I really don't. Uh... And I did get a couple of uh, 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 social media comments like, it's only a dog. I, w- I worry people. I worry about people like that because um, that, uh, I, I presume they just have no soul, if you believe in that sort of thing. Uh, but there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people who got in touch on Facebook. Thank you very much indeed. It was very much appreciated. Shaggy was 18 years old. He'd had a good life. And it was just just over the past couple of weeks that it just... You can tell when, you know, he wasn't able to get up and go out and he was in discomfort, and that is the time to go. And if only we could do that for all of us. I think I said on my radio show on uh, on Talk Radio, and by the way, thank you to everybody for giving us, uh, doubling our audience in size on the last... um, um, <laughs> I can't think, the last ratings that came out the fake jars the ray jars, yeah, thank you very much indeed It's I, you know, they go up and they go down this time they went up, thank you very much now, actually let me tell you, talking about Shaggy and just to sort of get this off my chest. By the way, uh, normally I try and make this fun and full of, uh, full of frivolity and lots of obscenities, but I'm not really in that sort of mood. Um, but I tell you what we'll do. What, what I want to talk about is, um, is this to begin with anyway, this guy who was very much in the news, uh, Mr. Whaley, funnily enough, and no relation, um, who has motor neuron disease, who has decided he's 80, And he and his wife have decided that he wishes to end his life. Um, I think it is in the next week or so. He's got to a situation where with motor neuron disease, there is no cure. Um, And he doesn't want to get to the situation where he can't, because you can't end your life when you want to. In this country, uh, he wants to be able to get on the plane and go to Dignitas, the clinic in Switzerland, where you can do this. And that's what he tends, intends to do. The sad thing about this is that some of his neighbors apparently got wind of it and called the police. And the police have come along and questioned him and his wife. Bear in mind, this couple have been married over 50 years. They're in their 80s. And they made this decision jointly. And the police come and question them under caution, which was obviously very distressing for both of them. Now, sadly, the police have, uh, I suppose, got to uh, respond, although, strangely enough, if you rang and said, I'm being burgled, it will probably take a few weeks. We don't have enough police. There aren't enough um, resources. Uh, Yet we can find a billion pounds to give the DUP. I find that really strange. Anyway, never mind. Um, Luckily, I don't think there's anything they can do, and I think they've left them well alone now. But what a f***ing ridiculous situation in this country. And I said on my show, not quite using these words, on talk radio where I am Monday to Thursday from seven in the evening, if you'd like to join me live, that I'm disgusted. My wife who died last year, uh, in the last week of her life, and she was in hospital, was in great pain and distress. I cannot forgive. I cannot forgive the lobby of people in this country, usually f***ing stupid religious cats, who actually make it impossible for us to have a dignity around our death. Palliative care exists to a certain extent, but it doesn't exist as much as you would think. There are great people around who run hospices, and there are people who try to help you at the end of your life. But at some points, Melinda in particular, would have loved to have had an injection like Shaggy had and just passed peacefully away. Everything we f***ing do in life is open to abuse. Crossing the road is open to abuse. Every single thing we do is open to abuse. So, yeah. Being able to decide when you want to go is open to abuse, but we police everything and have laws in this country. Let's do it. I'm sorry, but I, I, I find religion abhorrent. I don't mind... You believe in what you believe. We are in a free country and I wouldn't want it any other way. But what I cannot stand is how the religious communities want to inflict it on all of us. Luckily, there's an organization, Dignity in Dying, a religious group of people who are trying to push this through. Well done to them. I spoke to um, Rabbi Jonathan Romain, who is one of the leading lights in this on my radio show last week. But there are many others who are doing everything they can to make sure that none of us have any dignity in our death whatsoever. And death is not just the prospect of of the elderly. Death comes at every time, as I well know, in your life or in people's lives. Some have short lives, some have long lives, some have medium lives, but at the end we all die. And surely there should be some kind of dignity and help for us to die, as we do with our pets, if we have any soul at all. I can use the term soul because soul is us, what is in us. It would be lovely to think that there was this wonderful place your brain or your mind went to when you died. I don't suppose there is. You've lived a life, make the best of it, and then allow what's left of you to fertilize the rest of the planet. And I even had one person... Uh, tell me that my wife would burn in hell because she wasn't Christian. F*** off is my answer to you, and I'm just sick of it. I just this is a secular country, and at the risk of sounding racist, I had this. I had this. Um, I had this dream. Uh, I'm not going to go into the words of Dr. Martin Luther King, but I had this dream the other night because uh, uh, I was working this thing out in my mind about why. Did we vote or did a, a number of people vote to leave the European Union? It is going to be whatever Yuri Geller says, who apparently thinks it'll be quite, uh, quite positive for the UK. But he has got a lot of things, Yuri, wrong in his time. Um, it isn't going to be positive. It's it's going to be a complete nut of fuck up. But. I was just going through in my mind, uh, you know how you do when you go to sleep, you you lie there and you think about stuff. And I was going through in my mind, why? Why why is there this? so many people voted? People voted for different things. A lot of people didn't really know, just thought, oh, yeah, we're better off to do our own thing. I think we now all know more. But there was a, a percentage of people who voted because they feel, and I'm not I'm not accusing everybody, I could if I wanted to, I'm not accusing everybody who voted to leave the European Union as being a racist or of being xenophobic. But there is, a, there is a proportion of people who just don't like foreigners. They think, wrongly, they think this country is being swamped by foreigners. Now, answer me this question. Because whilst my wife was ill and I had cause to visit a number of A&Es quite regularly with her, there did seem to be a proportion of people sitting in A&E in alien clothing. Now, I don't wish to be the fashion police. I don't give a shit what you wear. You can wear anything. and, And look, look at me, I do. But I do worry in a secular country in the 21st century people who wish to wear clothing that has no relationship to this place. Now, if I went to live in Dubai or Saudi Arabia, I would probably feel more comfortable adopting the clothing style of that country. And I would certainly have to obey the rules of that country. So why, when people decide to make their home here, in this country, why not integrate yourself into society? Why are there people and people born here of parents who came from elsewhere who who seem to want to follow a, a lifestyle applicable to somewhere else, not here? We are not a religious country. You have a freedom to follow any religion you want and that I would defend to the end. But what is this wish to walk around in clothing that covers you from head to foot? Because that just ostracizes you from elsewhere. And it isn't necessary here. But why would people want, presumably you come to Britain to enjoy the lifestyle here, and you can follow your religion. But what God said that you have to wear a certain sort of clothing. Uh, What God said you had to eat a certain sort of food? All religion has these ridiculous rules. When I was young, um, people went to church because they knew no better. They went to church, and women usually wore a hat. Why did God want you to wear a hat? (laughs) And because there are a lot of people who follow the Muslim faith, and some of them, I think, frightened to sort of discard it. And that worries me because there does seem to be a lot of bullying in certain religions that if you don't conform to that religion or wear those clothes, you will be ostracized by your friends and family. Now, I'm not racist in any way, shape or form. I don't care what the color of your skin is. I wish mine was darker. But I do not understand why. We, I don't want to ban anything, I just want to try and get through and ask the question. Religion is basically about control. I would love to believe that there was another life when you die. But I think the life is here and that you need to make the most of the life now. Stop bickering, stop fighting, stop assuming that if you do certain things you will have a better life in the hereafter because there probably isn't one. There certainly isn't a place where everybody who's been bad burns. That is just childish shit. So why do people want to inflict their beliefs on everybody? Your belief is your belief. We've all got things in our head that we believe. I used to think you could psychically fly if you thought about it. Ever since I interviewed a bloke who said he could psychically fly and he couldn't lift off a floor, I kind of went off the idea. But there we are but you can believe whatever you want to believe. But I just don't understand. And this is why I think there was a great movement to sort of go for Brexit, because a lot of people, and wrongly in their minds, thought, oh, we're being swamped by forests. There are a lot more people, British people, who come from a, uh, maybe a Middle, Middle Eastern background, who've decided, in some cases never even been there, but decided to adopt this dress. I just don't understand why. I don't understand why, if you live in Britain, you do not embrace the culture of this country. In other countries where they have strict religious laws like Iran, who would f***ing want to live in Iran? If you're an Iranian and I worked for Iranian television for a while, I am very sorry that your country is in the shitty mess that it's in. Can we not, can we not try? to be a more accommodating for each other. It is the problem of these people who are in positions of authority within all religions. Can we stop bishops sitting in the House of Lords? What on earth are they doing there? And then maybe we can say to other religions, fine, religion is all right. We can believe whatever we want. You can go to your mosque, your synagogue, your church. But let's keep it out of the rest of our lives. If people want to do it all the time and live like that, then fine. But behind your own doors or in your church, mosque or synagogue. And let's stop brainwashing our children by telling them they have to believe this rubbish as well. Leave it to them. Let's get rid of faith schools Because there is no reason for them in the 21st century. And if people say, well, the discipline is better. Ask yourselves why. Are they allowed to get away with more punishments than other schools? Or parents, perhaps, who send their children to a faith school believe that there is going to be more discipline. Therefore, the parents who send their children to a faith school are more interested in their children. And I think you will find that is the reason why they get a better press but spreading all these malicious lies about this afterlife and everything else, you don't need a religion or a faith to be morally good. Some people are, some aren't. Most of us get somewhere in between. So wear whatever clothing you like behind closed doors. But why, why do people want to ghettoize different areas of this country and pretend they're living somewhere else? If I went to a Middle Eastern country and wanted to have sex on the beach, well, mind you, wouldn't be able to do that here, or drink alcohol, I would probably be arrested in certain countries. Surely, adapt the lifestyle of where you live. Otherwise, why bother to live there? I don't think that's racist in any way, shape or form, do you? Um, no. If anybody thinks it is, then please, tell me why you think it is. I think this is a country that doesn't have a necessity for people to outwardly show that they follow some religion. Some countries, you have to do it whether you want to do it or not because you would be ostracized. Here, you have the freedom not to believe this rubbish. And I think a lot of people are frightened to follow that. (laughs) In a way, that is a religion in itself, isn't it? So, if you have a feeling about this, uh, you can always email me, Jameswellradio at gmail.com, which is the email, and get in touch that way. And somebody did, uh, Norman Berry, who uh, says that he used to uh, live in Newcastle and remembers Metro and enjoyed, uh, <laughs> albeit I was in my teens, and now I'm living in Germany. And got used to seeing you on Sky TV, then suddenly you were gone. What happened? They need your opinion, hope you are well uh, norm no they didn 't um, they, they, they didn 't get rid of me it 's when Melinda got ill. I decided i couldn 't get up at those uh, early times that they wanted me, and I just haven 't really bothered to go back i 'm um, sure if I wanted to, I could uh, so at the moment i haven 't done um, and maybe I'm just a little bit uh, lazy. I don't know. What do you think? You're not lazy. No, I'm not lazy, am I? No. No. You're absolutely right. No, I just haven't bothered yet. So maybe I, I will. Uh, it's difficult. I need to get someone to look after the dogs or I take them with me. You know, I do Good Morning Britain from time to time. And uh, I like going there. I take my dogs with me, as well documented on my, um, on my Instagram site, James Whale Radio uh so anyway yes norm good to have you back listening uh, in fact i'm thinking of a, a i'm thinking of a trip to newcastle facing i haven't been there for ages i was just going to go back and have a look around the places that uh, mrs w and i used to hang out um okay where are we now i think it's probably time for you to do something now because you've not said a word well should we do the music and then i'll, I'll do the word you're going to do the word well yeah you said i, I hadn't <laughs> done any words we haven't spoken, have you? Well, I haven't spoken, no, because you've been speaking. Yeah, but you normally interrupt or chip in with some kind of banal comment. Oh, yeah, well, that's normally when you're talking bollocks. I mean, before you were talking sense. Oh, right, OK. Well, what sort of music... Oh, God, I've just put my foot in a puddle. Um, no, it's all right, the dogs aren't here today. Uh, it must have been water I dropped. Uh, OK, uh, is this ship music or not? No, this is good this week. Is it? Oh, good, because I haven't heard it. I had, listen, I had some live music on the show last night by a lady singer called Anushka Lucas. All right? Anushka Lucas. I bet, actually, I could probably just play you a little bit. Okay. Um, Do you mind if I play you a little bit? If I do mind, I'll just take it out. Oh, right, yeah, of course, you've got the, um, uh, excuse the the, the noise here. I have to go to my, um, uh, I have to go to my... Phone. Phone. Uh this is Anushka Lucas and uh, I think she's going to be a huge huge star. This is a track from her that's called Run Away With Me. Oh. Why did she stop? she probably didn't get paid enough. Oh okay. She stopped again. But anyway, that I'll turn that off because it's. Oh no no no! Stop, oh my <laughs> goodness! why does it do this? What? Well, thank you, Anushka Lucas. Check her out on uh, on iTunes or um, uh, Spotify or something like that. She's really good. That really was good live indie. as well. Wasn't it? Uh, so this is a Manchester indie rocker band called Callow Youth. That's uh, a bit like me, isn't it? And their track "Did It Really Matter." quite like that. Did it really matter from callow youth? That's that's alright. Right, shall I do tech talk? Yeah, because I'm going to talk about education in a bit. Okay. Get on with it. Uh, Apple is compensating the 14-year-old who discovered the major FaceTime security bug which has now been 14. fixed. 14? Yeah, you get up to $200,000 if you find a bug in Apple stuff. Well, why aren't we looking? I don't know. I could be a billionaire by now. My phone's full of it. Is it? Yeah, you found of, them. Yeah, there's loads of bugs on my phone. What? Who from? Mi six, Mi five? No, just badly written software on the Apple, on the part of Apple. Huh. Uh, the Japanese hotel stuffed by two hundred. Until I was interested, couldn't you? Yeah. Well, that's why I just carry on reading. Japanese hotel stuffed by two hundred forty three robot people, and hmm. half of them have been fired. They've actually sacked the robots. Do you know Japan is a place I have no interest in going to they couldn't do that in the UK all the tribunals, all those robots would have rights hmm. well I just don't like robots I don't like anything to do with robots and all this kind of, because it takes away work the idea that in you know, I won't be here but in 50 years time every, every road is going to be snarled up with f***ing uh, driverless cars what is the point? safety well it's not is it? no, I'm just saying the word because so- that's what the government tell me to say yeah, well, the government have got absolutely nothing to do with... I mean, honestly, go, carry on, or you'll get me going out from on one again. Uh, Instagram have said they will remove all self-harming images. <laughs> well, why haven't they done it before? Um, why would an organization like instagram not get their f***ing act together and when when kids put up uh pictures of themselves self-harming get them taken down why is there no control over a lot of our social media because they will have laws in enforced and i don't really want to see that why have these companies not been more responsible they do need to be more responsible that's a very very serious point yeah, and I was, I'm asking, why have they not done it before? Is it because they're all started up by a bunch of kids who suddenly become billionaires and think they're better than everybody else? Has that got something to do with it? I think it's just simply down to cost. Well, they're making billions. Why Why would it be down to cost? Well, because for every fragile person there is on Instagram or Facebook, they would have to have one member of staff assigned to that case in facebook and that costs a you don't lot of money have of course you don't you can have an algorithm that can look through and get rid of the majority of them or if people start putting up there are sites aren't there uh, you can find apparently i don't know but there are sites where you can go and see people self-harming killing themselves doing all sorts of things on the world wide web why are we not clamping down on that sort of thing well the the, uh, the images of self-harming are usually put up by the people that are doing the self-harming so they need counseling rather than yeah i agree then in the first instance, we don't want them putting these images of themselves up. They shouldn't be able to get away with that. Secondly, there must be control. We have that spate of videos of the most appalling a grotesque beheadings of people by ISIS. Um, and they were found their way onto the Internet. I mean... I think to look at them, you'd have to be pretty sick. So I haven't seen any, but I, people have told me, and the people have told me why I saw them, how sick, what a sick fuck you are to look at something like that. But how does that stuff get there? And who, who is operating the platform where it can be put out? Well, usually the main social media providers. Yeah, well, they need to be called to account. And if they say, oh, it's too expensive to do it, then we'll have to rethink how much social media we have. It should be auto-banning by the actual viewers, though, shouldn't they, really? I mean, after so many complaints, they should just automatically be put in the uh, ban folder and not released out until somebody has a look at it. Well, is it possible to do that? Well, of course it is. I mean, that's the obvious solution, isn't it? Then why haven't they done it? Just the same as when BT, you get loads of all those nuisance phone calls. Why can't you just press a number after the phone call's terminated? It sends a message back to BT, and then BT logs that phone number and then bans that phone number being phoned into the UK. Yeah, well, make an example of BT, because I'm getting sick. I had three phone calls the other week from American voices saying, oh, this is BT, your phone has it all recorded. I wasn't really sure what the point of it was. Oh, your broadband's about to be terminated. Please phone this yeah. number. Yeah. Yeah. I tried phoning it and there was no number. Well, usually because it's been banned by BT, to be fair. They are catching up, but it's taken them a long <laughs> time to do it. Yeah, but you're still getting these calls. That's because they need to ban the numbers coming into the UK. Who is the, who's the chairman of, of uh, BT? Find out. Let's send them a little note. Let's find out the big boss of BT's home phone number. Shouldn't be difficult to find out. And then we'll all give him a ring. Or her. Depends what gender they are. I bet he hasn't got a landline in his house. I bet he's all uh, mobile. we'll find out the mobile. That's true. We could just, you know, we could harass the shit out of people who don't do their jobs properly. (laughs) <laughs> the the child in me likes that idea but uh, well, let's uh, do it well, what is wrong with it because well, they are uh, they're not doing their jobs properly so that people like you and me and others who are listening get these fucking nuisance phone calls the whole time we could do without them a uh, half the problems of this world could quite easily be solved with, with just a, a benevolent dictator just telling people, you know, you're not doing that. You're not dressing up like that just because you think you're religious and you think there's a God. You can do it in the privacy of your own home. You're not going around with stupid signs on your car saying, follow me and you'll follow Jesus. You know, I don't need all this shit all the time. And people actually believe this shit. And and I don't want people ringing me uh, when I have to run upstairs to find the phone because and then it's a recorded message from some pillock or it's somebody with a foreign accent saying, do you have this, do you have that? I have to say, I was so rude to this bloke the other day who could barely speak English. It went along the lines of, I'm going to find out exactly where you live. Yeah, you that better not say anymore. You can't do that anymore. Why not? Well that's a Liam Neeson um quote, isn't it? So we don't talk about well, it. Well, th- don't start that. I mean, that whole business of, of, of the trolls having a go at Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson, who said something very positive, and I, I think he is to be applauded for what he said. And I think it was John Barnes who actually who uh, uh, made the most sensible comment. But some people, just honestly, you know, you say boo to some people, they get offended, don't they? Especially small children, yeah. Why? They get scared, don't they? Well, don't bring small children into this. We're having an adult conversation. Uh, Shall I talk about films? Have you done your tech talk? Well, yeah. Well, well, <laughs> I've, I've I've talked for a little bit. Good. Okay, right. Films, yeah. Uh, I can't wait to see the new Liam Neeson film. I know it'll be a bit like all the others, but I like taken one, two, three, four, five, six, or however many they've done. Uh, can you ever forgive me? No, fuck off. Okay, go and see. It's a good film. What? Can you ever forgive me? It's a good film. I've told you no. F- off. <laughs> hey, I, 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 uh, have you ever sent a um, a text to somebody you shouldn't send? Yes, I have. <laughs> I sent. Uh, I was chatting to the headmaster of my daughter's school because I was sorting something out with her laptop, and mm. uh, I just sent him the message. Um, Can he not just take the fucking pickle out? <laughs> 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 Shortly followed by the line, I'm very sorry that was meant for my wife. <laughs> you want to be careful because you will have police knocking on the door and asking if there's any domestic uh, violence issues going on. And uh, Well, I was having two you conversations... You can't speak to a woman. Try taking the fucking pickle out. Yeah, but You can't. It was to do with McDonald's. Apparently my daughter was having a play date and uh, my wife said, can you get a McDonald's on the way home? And by the way, she doesn't like pickles. So I said, can't you just take the f***ing pickle out? But I sent it to you the you know, I've post. got a problem with my iPhone, that when I use obscenities in texts, the spell check changes the word. Oh, that's not fair. No, it doesn't like f***ing. <laughs> <laughs> Trucking, and it does walking, and various other ings, but I have to really keep telling it off. Leave the word fucking for fuck's sake. So uh, I was able to remotely delete the message off his phone, Mm. but he'd already seen it. (laughs) He'd seen it. He'd seen it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. So you were kept in detention? (sighs) No, I had to do a lot of extra work. I I, I sent them 50 animated logos for their school as compensation. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Did you really speak to your wife like that? Well, I was I was trying to have two conversations and fix a laptop at the same time. So I was like, oh, you just, yeah, 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 McDonald's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just can't we just take the fucking pickles out? You know, and I was dictating to the phone because I'm too lazy to type. Mm. But I sent it to the wrong app. He was on WhatsApp and she was on iMessage. And, mm. I, and I thought, my wife's not responding to that last message. And then I looked at the phone and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we are. That, let that be a lesson to everybody. I have sent, uh, you know, texts to the wrong people. Anyway, right, okay. So the film, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Mm. It's worth going it's to the right. Yes, it's, yeah. it's a good film. Mm. All right. Okay, right. Um, talking about education. Uh, the education secretary, one man called Damien Hines. Has, this this sort of thing annoys me because our government, and look, look I, I'll be quite honest... Uh, I am a fan of Margaret Thatcher. That's where my political leanings lie. I believe everybody should be looked after if they can't look after themselves, but I believe that people uh, should be able to benefit from their, their own talents. They shouldn't be wiped out by enormous amounts of tax, but I think we should also look after those who are not able to cope. The lazy fers, uh, they need a. a What's it up their backsides? Uh, people who are addicted to being on benefits. Right. Having said all of that, uh, the uh, people we have in Parliament at the moment are just so. Most of them, not all of them, so fucking useless. I can't believe it. We have some of the weakest uh, uh, politicians going. I don't want to talk about Jeremy Corbyn and the possibility of a Marxist socialist government in this country, because I don't think it'll ever happen, hopefully. What I am concerned about is the uselessness of the chinless wonders we've got in government. Theresa May, who really shouldn't be there, she's uh, been been overly promoted above her capabilities, but nobody else wants the job, which is why she's still there, by the way, because i pretty sure from an inside source that she would have loved to stand down, but was told no. Uh, So, this is how ridiculously stupid she is. She goes, when she's got a good majority, she goes for another, for for an election and loses the f***ing lot. So now, we are in you know, up shit creek without a paddle as far as Brexit is concerned. And it is, it's not, everybody thinks on March the 29th it'll be over and we can get on and talk about other things. It won't be. It will not be solved for years. And if we crash out... On March the 29th, which I think there is a huge possibility that this might happen, then it will be going on for years and years and years because we'll crash out with no trade deals and all oh, we go to WTO rules. Well, no, we won't, because WTO rules, you can't just say, I'll do it by that. They have to accept you in. There has to be negotiation. Those negotiations with different countries want things before they allow you to go on WTO rules. I wish people would find out what they're talking about, because most people haven't got a f***ing clue, including some politicians, one of which was going on the other day about, oh, yes, well, we'll go to the individual countries and we'll do deals with them. No, you won't, because they're in the European Union. So you will have to do the deal with the European Union. F***ing wake up. So Damien Hines, who is the uh, Education Secretary and a bit weak, uh, has uh, given a, an interview because he wants to try and take our attention away uh, from the cock-up they're making at the moment. Addressing the Church of England Foundation for Educational Leadership Conference wish they'd invited me, I'd have given them a few stories. Uh, Mr. Hines laid out the five five foundations for building character. Well, why don't you use it in your own workplace? And he pledged to work with schools and external organisations, including membership bodies and charities... To help every child access activities within each of those foundations. To make this happen, the Education Secretary announced plans for an audit of the availability of -of out-of-school activities across the country. To help understand where more focus is needed to increase access and choice. The government will also work with organisations to look at how it can support greater provision in areas where it is limited. Now, that's just waffle. It said nothing. It said it wants to make kids take up hobbies and go to after school clubs, take up a sport. Most kids today are doing a lot of stuff on their computers, on their tablets, on their phones, and they're quite happy. Thank you very much indeed. Now, f*** off. A call on businesses – this is uh, Damien Limp Hines talking – a call on businesses and charities to offer more work experience and volunteer placements to young people. Well, lots of them do it. Lots of these kids go on them. Perhaps he hadn't realised that. Uh, but, you know, relaunching the Department for Education's Character Awards – which highlight innovative and outstanding programs that develop a wide variety of character traits, including conscientiousness. None of these things have any of our f-ing front bench on both sides of the political divide. Uh, drive and perseverance. What a lot of shit. And where's the money going to be coming from this? Where, 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 because this will all need money. We haven't got any money, remember? We don't pay teachers more than a pittance. We haven't got enough policemen and women. Uh, There's a lack of resources in the NHS. Where actually, Mr. Hines, is the money coming from? Now, come on, Mr. Hines, answer the question. Don't look at me gormlessly. Where's your character, man? Come on. All right. So what are you going to do? Ah, you're going to set up a new advisory group led by Ian Borkham, who, by the way, led the work to update the Relationship, Sex and Health Education guidance for schools. Oh, well, that worked well, didn't it? He will now develop a new framework to help teachers and school leaders identify the types of opportunities that will help support their pupils to build character. The framework will also provide a self-assessment tool for schools to check how well they are doing. I suggest, Mr. Hines, you f*** off and sort the problems of the country out before you just start talking bollocks. Because, quite frankly, I have never heard so much shit in my life. This whole speech says nothing. This is your great idea. I think we should get kids to go out and join clubs, play football, play cricket bit of archery, do stuff after school, a little more work experience. Do you think the teachers have got the time to do that? Do you think the schools have the resources? And if parents are that concerned, they will sort it out for themselves. Because you ain't going to give any more money, are you? And to be quite honest, you're just talking rubbish. You're just making your mouth move to make it look as if there's a reason to pay you for being a minister. Alongside this work, Mr. Hines also underlined the significance of pupils learning about the importance of positive personal attributes, such as self-respect and self-worth, honesty, courage, kindness, generosity, trustworthiness, and a sense of justice as part of the new relationship, sex, and health education curriculum. Whoever the SPAD... Who wrote this script for him is must have pissed himself laughing when he wrote this shit, must have pissed himself. To conclude, these wide ranging proposals are aimed at building on the great work already being done by many schools to ensure young people build strong and positive relationships and embrace the character and resilience needed to deal with life's inevitable changes. For f sake. Got anything to say, Robbo? We could do a fun run, raise some money. Uh, do you think these sort of things are not done? By the way, character is part of your personality. You're born with your character. Not to keep plugging, at the, the school my daughter goes to, because obviously no, I, I've upset not. the headmaster, um, but it's a very good school. And yeah. uh, they. they, they, they yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I'm f***ing pissed off. <laughs> they do lots of after-school activities. My daughter does netball after school. She's done football if, if, if a school can afford it, they do it. But they're not paying teachers more than a pittance, right? And to go and give this kind of waffly speech to a bunch of religious people, what a waste of time. What? And the reason it got so much publicity is so we could all take the piss out of them. Do they not realise how stupid they are? Mr. Hines, by the way, won't be interviewed by me. <laughs> is it any surprise oh as in he's decided he doesn't want you to interview him well i shouldn't th- i should think so because you know i'm i'm sure that most uh uh they'll have somebody in conservative central office who listened to my podcast every week because i'd actually asked to talk to ian duncan smith who i know quite well uh the other day <laughs> and and his special advisor a a woman um, whose name I believe is Beatrice, uh, read out to my producer a tweet I'd made some months ago about Brexit. And she said, "Uh, Mr. Whale feel like this? I don't think Mr. Smith will be talking to him. Ian Duncan Smith likes you, though. Yeah, no, we get on quite well. But this is where we have a problem now with their advisers, their little childish... Uh, university graduates who think they know everything and know f*** all, uh, start telling the MPs and the ministers what they should and shouldn't do. Right, do the questions, because then I'm going... OK. I don't know if anybody's listened this long. We must have done about ten hours so far. Just have a couple of questions. <clears throat> Rob James. Yeah. Why does the sun lighten our hair but darken our skin? Everybody wants darker skin and lighter hair. Rob, wake up, mate. Uh Colin Watkins, why have you not been knighted? Uh well I have been. You just not told anyone. Yeah, I've got a sword. I've got I've got some mail. I've got thigh length boots. What more do you want to be a knight? <laughs> uh Lee Stevens, do you have any advice on how to deal with extremely noisy neighbours? Uh move. I was gonna say but that's probably going too far. I think that's ridiculous. I mean, that is a appalling. You apologise. I'm very sorry. Uh, John Arkleys. Edit. <laughs> How come when you open a tin of evaporated milk, it's still in the can? I've often wondered that. It's a very good point. I, I just think it lies on the front. Of course it hasn't evaporated. It's still there. What a ridiculous thing to say. Evaporated milk, you open the can, it's still there. Don't tell lies. Uh, Daniel Severn. Yeah. He writes quite often, doesn't he? He does, yeah. Uh, maybe one week I'll get his name right. Yeah. If you can time travel, when would you go to? Um, I think I'd probably like to go 150 years in the future and see what up they really made. Fair enough. Uh, Lucy Joanne Badman. Hi, Lucy. Uh, not a question, but a big thanks to the NHS staff at Western General Hospital. I've been in inpatient very poorly with pneumonia. Now I'm home, and I can honestly oh, say good. they did everything for me. Well, there we are. Good, 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 good. Uh, Rich Ellis, why is the inside of sweet corn tin white? Because they're not racist. Because there isn't, isn't the inside of a, a normal corn on the cob white? Yeah. It's probably related in some way. It? No, it's not. Maybe they got an excess amount of white paint left over and they thought they'd paint the inside of the tin. No, I just want to... I think, you know, most, most cans are silver inside and people have complained that they were racist against white cans, so they've now started putting some white cans in. Uh, Mark Elvis Hampson. Any relation, do you think? To who? Elvis. No go on uh, when is Ash going to get a makeover when you change your f***ing ridiculous name uh, Isabel Colgate hi Isabel Does she do? She toothpaste? tweets me a lot ok she's some sort of toothpaste <clears throat> no no I don't think you're a toothpaste are you heir to the Colgate fortune Isabel I, if if you are I'll be very nice to you uh, what is the best cheese to eat with fruitcake uh, Wensleydale no cheese cheese is horrible don't eat cheese wensleydale cheese don't listen to him and if you want to eat cheese with an apple which is also very nice to do and i might do myself after this uh, a very strong mature cheddar with some apple is delicious and finally mandy norwood how do we survive this joke called life Well, no, it's not a joke. It just needs a little reorganization because people have got into positions of authority who are not capable of giving the authority and running things properly. So cheer up. Life's all right. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you happier now? Happier now than when? I'm not particularly happy at the moment, but that's life brings tragedies to it and we have to move through them. Well, yeah, at the beginning of the show, let's say you were uh, an unhappy ten. What sort of number are you now? Well, I'm about seven. Oh, so some improvement, then. Well, yeah, I, I mean, at the beginning of the show, I wanted to talk about my dog and then various other the things, and, and, and and you know, will you stop trying to fucking psychoanalyse me, please? Now I've gone back up to ten, you pillow. <laughs> OK, well, I'll come round and give you a nice back rub. You will not. Okay. We found I just got something through the door today uh, from um, a, a, a spa down the road where you can go for a massage, you can go for waxing, you can have stone therapy, whatever that is. Um, but it's all for women. You can have a full Brazilian or a Brazilian something else and and I thought I'd quite like that. I'd quite like a, a couple of hours of pampering and have all the hairs pulled out of the places you don't really want hair, and a, and a really nice massage. And there's a number, and I thought i will ring it up. But I, I just got a feeling. It just look. It's a sort of. It's a woman's place. They don't do things like that for men, do they? They do, aren't you? Want me like to send you some numbers down? No, because you send ridiculous numbers down, which don't do it properly. The end result is they're always the same. I meant, you know, I thought I wanted to go in properly and, and have me back waxed and me underarms waxed and me bikini line done, you know, just because it's more comfortable. I'm not sure they do that kind of service there, then. Where? Where I was going to send you. No, I'm sure they wouldn't. Anyway. Uh, right, I'm going now, so I hope you enjoyed the show. It was a, 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 Maybe we should do one which is just pleasant in the future. She could get you to a number three, though. What? Number three what? From a ten to a three. I reckon she could get you. Are we talking about Brazilians? I don't know what nationality she is, actually, to be fair, but uh, I'm sure she'll sort you out. Well, I have a number one on my head.